G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL super coach. That's right, it is a new era for fantasy basketball for the NBL and it's a new era for the basketball blokes, having covered the NBL fantasy game for the prior five seasons and having a little bit of success along the way, mind you. Personally, I finished highest of the group last season, making me the reigning top bloke with a 14th place finished. And although I was first for a lot of that season, Benny, my highest finish was eighth the year prior. Hold my beer, fellas. I've had a couple of top ten finishes, remember? So uh, I'm definitely not claiming the title of ordinary bloke. Yeah, look, I'm not too sure how I claim top bloke status there, given I've got the worst ranking out of the lot of us. But it's probably a good time for me to tell you that we are brought to you today by our Patreon supporters. Yes, and you can head to patreon.com slash basketballblokes if you want access to Banksy's captains from round three onwards. Not just the most loved Banksy's captains, we also send advanced stats in a weekly email throughout the year. But what you need to do is sign up now so you get access to our Patreon leagues and the preseason cheat sheet. We put copies of the old cheat sheets on the website, which is basketballblokes.com where we also have our live scoring and our Discord live game chat. That's it, Benny. And you can sign up to the Discord group by becoming a patron where you can complain to us about how you can't follow along because we have too many player nicknames. And if you'd like to provide such feedback at a discount, you can sign up for our 12% big banger of a discount for subscribing annually. Everyone knows who Banger is, right? Yeah, I think so. Thanks for your support. Let's get to the pod. All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three folks setting out to make Supercoach history. So many things that we cannot wait to see. When do we get onto the sauce? Perhaps a twoies or some bubbles? Or is it Miller time to celebrate our players' double-double? Party with bangers and some rock by DJ Mitchell. Is he a lock? The Kings can bring the chips like Jonah Bolden brought the dips. Will we get Ulbricht quick or at least very soon? We think it's Taron Armstrong that is going to the moon. How do we read our next stars? Are you superstitious? Impressive Johnson Alex are. The competition's rips the vicious. Robert said no Franks, so they got Franklin instead. They signed some wily veterans. Do they get over the humps ahead? <laughs> Finalists have been all action. With Finn Diesel and Denzel. Couldn't beat them, so they went cheat them. Who's fast and furious as well? Can't have a pair of Sams, but can they fill Pinder's shoes? And can we pair some Jordans when Crawford's small and Hunter's huge? Will Cummings hit a shot? JLA has hurt his wrist. With no AC, does Kel run hot? And is Huck Porty worth the risk? And Adams is back with his family. Let's usher in a new era of fantasy. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL Supergo. Oh, we did not even go to say NBL no fantasy sh- that time and it has there. taken us to podcast number four to do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. This is podcast four of our super coaching clinics. We have done the fundamentals. We have looked at the new positions and trade boosts. But now we are doing our third part of our Adapting to Change series, which is looking at new player pricing. So if you've played fantasy in the past, we are going to tell you what is different. And all super coaching clinics need to come with a line from a super coach. This is a clip from Ted Lasso. I mean, how much more money do any of you really need? People love this game. And I don't want to be part of something that could possibly destroy this beautiful game 
I would hate for all those little kids and grown-ups out there to ever lose access to that beautiful, passionate part of themselves. What a lovely speech. Now, who wants to make a lot of money? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. We, we get they're more of a stretch. Each one is becoming more of a stretch as oh, we go. I along. think I this like is it perfect. I like it. We what they're talking in there. I'm going to quote it. it was a, this is a beautiful game. NBL Supercoach is a beautiful game. I felt this is the closest. I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> when we we actually got involved with price setting and all of this sort of stuff, and this is exactly how I felt. Shh, I did not tell anyone. Want to? I'll blame us. Banksy decided everything, just for the record. <laughs> and But I felt the same. I don't want to destroy the game. And mm-hmm. we are going to talk about new player pricing, why it's different and why it is good. And if you have any complaints, go to Banksy. But how much money do you really need? Let's <laughs> be honest. So, uh, Banksy, let's uh, start off. And people do love this game, but I think it's a very fair system this season. So the pricing is based on prior season performance. That is the average per game rather than their finishing price that we've had in previous seasons Thank of NBL Fantasy. Tick, tick, tick. Tick, 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 which I feel is definitely a more accurate representation in their pricing of their season-long performance. And it's how it should be. Agreed. Yep. Now we have the prior two seasons averages with the new Supercoach scoring system on our Patreon page with every player's fantasy scores converted. Um, if you do want a copy, make sure you sign up to become a patron through one of the links on our basketballblokes.com website. Players that played two years ago have pricing based on their performance uh, in those in that previous season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Delavadova, Delaney, uh, Justinian Jessup are still priced at their NBL 22 average. Hakapoti mm-hmm. JLA, uh, which is Chul, and Jalen Adams have been discounted around 10%. We like a discount? We do like a discount. We're not too sure Ish. why they were uh, yes. inconsistent with that. but uh, Banksy didn't decide that. That or was did my, I? Maybe I did. Look, nope. let's just check this out. Maybe they're in my team. Melbourne player discounted. Jalen Adams discounted. Mm. Oh, I think that's got there's some a few bank, faves there. There's some mm. fingerprints of Banksy all over that. There's a flavour. Mm. Mm. Um, so we have a new salary cap, right? So mm. ten million down to two million. So what we thought we'd do straight away is to give you the pricing equivalents from the old system to the new. So um, we are down. We are one fifth of the salary cap, and we are. Now, one player less to select. So, you know, 10-ish percent on the players, divide by five on the old salary cap. So, we used to love our imports. We knew that they were at $1 million in the old. They would be around $180,000 in the new game. They're actually priced at 277000 So, they are a lot harder to get this season. So... Locals are more difficult. They're priced at two thirty-two thousand this season. Next stars are different. They are a lot easier to get this season. So just elaborate on some next stars. So we always thought, who have we had fellas as next stars that have actually gone up in price from their old age fifty k? Giddy, Bowl, and that's the list. Not many. <laughs> and now, so we've opted f- to have. Essentially, they're half the price of a local, so right in between yep. those college like returnees it. and stuff. But yep. now we've got this great batch of next stars. They're going to be really, really viable. Next stars are the only 
position group that is easier to get this year based on this number, their starting prices compared to the old format. But imports are significantly more Almost difficult. Almost 30% there, Benny. That's right. On the import old pricing variation. And college players are at 69000 There is something I need to discuss this. They went wanted to go with 60000 but Boydie pushed really, really hard for 69000 I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know why. I suspect it's something it's a dirt bad thing. related. Let's go back to the imports for a minute. You're saying they're that much harder, but in previous seasons gone, they have been the biggest cash cows. That's right. Look at look at Alan Sauce Williams last year. Look mm-hmm. at DJ Hogue. Uh, you know, these guys started a million bucks but ended at almost two million bucks, right? It's a better balance. Yeah. And I mean, but for every, and I mean, the, the argument against that is for every DJ Hogue and for every Sauce Williams, there's a, for lack of a better use, Donald Sloan. Oh, um, so why, why would, why <laughs> would you? I'll swear. Um, so, you know, which is an import that goes down for people that might not be in the know and new listeners out there. So, Yes, imports are more expensive from the start, but we would expect that the top tier of those guys will smash that price. Well, you would think so. Well, I actually did a study, which I is guess. why I came up with this. I wanted twenty percent. I wanted imports to be twenty percent more expensive than their old local pork right. price. Okay, they're at one point two million in the old, which is the equivalent we've got now at two twenty two seventy seven. They were exactly half went up and half went down. Right, based okay. on last season's numbers, so okay. we're going to get this is a more reflective number. Yep. We might get a slow. Oh no, I won't say that. But we these can still be good cash cows. Correct. But you tried to build a team last season. You could build a team. All and have imports, pretty much. All imports, one rookie and one value. Yep. How how can you? How does that work this season? Does not. What sort of lineups can you do with? You imports? can have maximum six imports, and the rest are sixty nine thousand dollars players. Okay, so. So you basically go from two basement or thereabouts price players to, to four. needing four to build yep. your team of imports this yep. season based on previous seasons. Yep. What do you think of that does in this overall scheme, scheme of things? <sighs> I think it's good because obviously we've got a premium now and all we, like the vast, vast majority of imports would go up in price at the old on the old scaling. It was uh, a bit, little bit too easy potentially. Um, it was a cheat sheet. And it... Mm. I think what it does, it takes away those import-loaded teams. Mm-hmm. So there's people out there that specifically loaded up a team on imports and just prayed that enough went up to counterbalance a couple that might gone down, mm-hmm. making tons of money, happy days. I think there's going to be more emphasis on existing players to our league. Yes, and I agree. So they're going to be used more, even the premiums. Mm-hmm. So in previous seasons past, you wouldn't touch necessarily, unless their schedule was absolutely elite, you wouldn't be touching a cotton really unless their schedule was elite. You wouldn't touch a creek and etc. Now, I think you can. You've got to. That step and, and up so from an there's import. There's going to be mm. a whole different, I think it makes teams completely like different. There's going to be so many different there's going to be so much differential unique. between teams. Uniqueness. Yeah, unique. That's the word we always use. So many unique. more unique I was trying to search for a word and I couldn't teams. find one. There yeah. are so many different ways to structure up. Now, from a points perspective, uh, based on – if you're talking 20 super coach points, mm-hmm. think 30 fantasy points from years gone by. Right. Okay, so that's Got what it. the equivalent worked out to be um, quite consistently um, across different types of players. We'll work away from the bottom – to the top based on this price scaling. Uh, Banksy? So development players priced at five super coach points. I want you to say super coach points at the super end, but co- just get into the emphasize Let's do it. Learning experience. Um, college players priced at six. 
super coach points. Very good. Um, next star is priced at 10 super coach points. Very good. Which is half that of the next one, which is the locals, which are priced at 20 super coach points. Okay, so with the locals, they used to come in at the same tier as the imports. They all used to be a million bucks. The locals now, so think Bolden, Moller, Reese Vague, um, former pros that haven't come back from college, essentially. Um, they are what the old 30-point average used to be. Um, so uh, they are of similar value to what they used to be, I feel. But uh, now we have imports priced at what? Well, not much more than the locals. So imports are now priced at 24 Supercoach fantasy points. Yeah. So that's how it's landed. Doing like it, apart from our general sort of comments that we've made so far? Is it an improvement on years gone past? I think anything that produces... Because we've got to think back, and there's obviously a lot of players that are coming this season from AFL Supercoach, transitioning to NBL Supercoach. There's going to be less vanilla teams. We had a lot of vanilla teams in the past, and that's where a lot of fantasy coaches would load up on imports and, and the value players... It's only going to be a positive if our teams are going to be so different. And I think this is what it opens up by having more balance across the pricing, across all players in the league um, and the positions as well. It's going to open up a lot more unique teams. I, 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 if we usually keep our teams from each other in the preseason until round one tips off. And I think our teams, you know, it's a good chance our teams are going to be totally different to one another, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, I think having a, had a play around in the system, there are so many different strategies you can go with. Some of the biggest questions, we'll just roll around, some of the biggest lineup questions to start off. Are you able to... Well, firstly, I think because the imports are so expensive, paying up for price is actually viable. Yep. But would you think that fading Bryce is an option based on this pricing? Yep. Yeah, because yeah. he's probably not likely to increase in price compared yep. to some others. Yep, fair enough. Um, any other players that we can think of? So uh, what I like is that with the imports in particular, this is the biggest change, right? There is more risk yep. in picking new imports. Yep. We could just take the flight on them before. We know some, especially yep. import bigs, they struggle. But you just roll with them. They'd work it out. They'd make you money down the long run. Now, if you're, you have to pick the right import. It's more important on picking the right import. So I think that... That is a good result. You're, bank, I'm you're gonna, banking on them. I'm going to counter that blitz though. performance. I'm going to counter that. Do it. Price changes don't happen until after three games. So you, it, instead of one round, you they're going up 100 grand or losing 100 grand, which is what they might have done if they stunk or smashed it. Mm-hmm. You can cut and cut your losses. I think over the long term that is true. It costs you a trade it in does. this sum um, with no repercussions for value. Yep. Um, you'll get an extra week to look at them, but yeah, it is. Uh, You'd rather save your trade, I guess. Yeah, I think you would. would. I mean, you've got two to use every week, though, so you, it's not be all and end all. I think there's it's going to come. There's a less need to, to to risk starting with an import if you're fifty fifty on them, though. I think Correct. That's what yeah, you're saying. yeah, for sure. Because I their value's not going to increase if you want to jump on them after nah, three games. I think you're only going to be if you you only want to start with them if you're 100 percent on them. I think that's right. Um, it's it's t- adding more risk to it, as probably Benny said. But there is get outs, but yeah, for sure. Um, I think that wraps it up for the. Uh, New pricing. That is the new structure of the pricing system. Beautiful. As always, you can find us on the socials. We're on hex at bball underscore blokes, basketball blokes on Facebook or www.basketballblokes.com for the number one source of NBL super coach information. Catch you later. G'day there. It's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. 
I've got to say the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever so helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby and I'm the coach of the McVeighland Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon.